part two of zone time. Uh, I did say it was going to be a, a lighter end. Uh, I think this could be a little bit more fun talking about a, a guy we love to talk about and praise and admire and also hope better for. He's like, what he's, you ever have one of those friends in your friend group who like, you just think is just, you know, he's just this cool dude and you just want nothing but the best for them going forward. I feel like that's how we treat Connor McDavid. We had a whole episode looking at how his team was built and just thinking, why did they do anything to ensure he should be a Stanley Cup champion? And Connor McDavid should be doing everything that he can to, to be put in that position. I'm sure we've all seen the goal he scored against the New York Rangers like 300 times. Dude's just maneuvering through the neutral zone like a shark, and then he pounces and then just goes through four defensemen. Patrick Nemeth at the end. Patrick Nemeth was probably just like, oh, God damn. Connor McDavid then gets beat and then he scores a tying goal that I think uh, is, is I, I've, I haven't been this hyped over a goal scored in the national hockey league in quite some time. Uh, let's have a discussion about it. Where do you guys rank this masterclass of brilliance from Connor McDavid among some of the best goals he has scored throughout his career? See, it's funny how we talk about this goal because a lot of people say that Tom Wilson destroyed the, the Rangers franchise. No. Connor McDavid said, <laughs> no, oh, my dear. No. He, listen, man. Listen, listen. It's like, okay, we've, the, the one on four is, 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 is great. That's sick. For me, it's the, it's the pause because he has the puck and he stops and just thinks, okay, I'm going to do this. And just yeah. like, it's, it's such a, it's such a disgusting thing. And, it's just it's just McDavid, right? And um, and and it's you you watch him like all all the time, and it's just like how have you not done more like in the playoffs? Like I want to watch McDavid in the playoffs, and it sucks how you know he's been in a situation in Edmonton where he hasn't got an opportunity to you know to play higher than the second round. And I I, I probably shouldn't talk too much about the playoffs, but um, so it's just like it's an incredible goal, and honestly, it's 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 what it's what Connor McDavid is like to a T. It's it's explosive speed. It's it's I can do this, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do whatever whatever I can, regardless of what you're gonna do to stop. Like it's like you know when you're when when there's like the the one good person on the team, and the coach the the opposing coach says, okay, everyone cover that one person, but they yeah. still do whatever they want. Like that's McDavid. Like he's playing pee wee hockey in the NHL. And it's just, it's just hilarious. Like you watch and you just laugh. My favorite part of the goal was the pause, but also I just loved the celebration. Like he looked <laughs> like he shocked himself, which I really enjoy because the thing I hate the most is when somebody scores a great goal and they just have like no reaction. And so to see <laughs> that level of emotion from him and that to see him actually kind of enjoy himself, I, I thought kind of took that over the top. Yeah, I mean, we've talked a little bit about, I think you and I have talked, Julian, about what might be different about the Oilers this year. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Evan Bouchard stepping up and playing big minutes and a way better bottom six and all that stuff. But the biggest difference, honestly, might be with this team is that Connor McDavid is more comfortable being Connor McDavid. And I think the reaction is one thing. I think the bold and brazen nature in which he attacked a one-on-four scenario is another thing. I think Connor McDavid is taking a, a important personal step in that he's more comfortable being the player that everybody's looking at and admiring. And we, we you talked about it at the top. We want the best for this guy. And I think Connor McDavid is sort of like realizing like, yeah, I am that guy. And that's very, very important. Um, our, our producer, Kieran, he was in San Jose with me when he was at the All-Star game, Connor McDavid. And he mm-hmm. was so miserable, so uncomfortable, so just didn't want to be there when everybody else wanted him to be there. Right. He did. He didn't know how to deal with that situation of all these questions being at all these new faces, all these new names um, wanting something from him. And now I think now that he's like what six, six, seven years into his career, I think he knows how to handle and be comfortable being inside the skin of a superstar. And really, I think that's the biggest difference. And that goal Friday night is maybe the biggest example of it. I think you made a really great point just now, because like, not only are we seeing Connor McDavid do these great things on the ice, I don't know about you guys, but like I can't go a day without watching TV and seeing some commercial with Connor McDavid out there. Like and that's what, yeah. And he's like less stiff. He's, he's, he's making jokes about himself. He's, I remember the interview with, with Cabby Richards on, on uh, another network. There you go. I don't, yeah. I don't think we need to be propping up other networks. <laughs> um, yeah, like it was a good interview. He, it was a good interview. Yeah, it was a great interview. Cappy's the man. We know. And we were shouting no Cappy. Come on. Yeah, come on. Like, look, Cappy is his own entity. Like, dude, we don't need it. Doesn't matter what network we shout out. Everyone knows who Cappy is. And everyone knows who Connor McDavid is. And Connor McDavid looked comfortable, which I'm very surprised because for the longest time, my biggest knock on him was that he's this great hockey player, but he's stiff as cardboard. But he seems to be a little bit more loose, a little bit more comfortable. And the fact that he's embracing that stardom and it's not even affecting his play on a negative, like, Mm -hmm. that's amazing. That's fun. That's great. That's what we want to see more of from some of the best players in the National Hockey League. On top of the fact that the Edmonton Oilers, they might end up winning the division this year. Like Vegas is, I thought they were going to win the division this year. They're too banged up right now to really make a run and win that division maybe when jack eichel gets healthy they'll do enough to make the playoffs but we could be seeing a situation where Connor mcdavid wills his team to the top of the pacific division maybe calgary finishes second the battles of alberta are going to be lit like seriously gonna be lit the the two teams are two two of the best in the division and Connor mcdavid will be right at the forefront of all of those battles like it's an amazing time to see Connor mcdavid do well um what do you think in terms of uh in terms of just the way that he is now like in terms of like this season like 
we're thinking MVP again, right? Are we thinking anything else? Are we thinking any other records? Like, I mean, it's really early to say, but like, I can't think of anything else. I, I, I can't see him, barring injury, I can't see him finishing second to like Nathan McKinnon or anything. Yeah. Like, who's banged up enough? But here's the thing, right? And it's just like every year I read the definition of the heart trophy. The right. most valuable person, player to their team. Yeah. You can't tell me that's not freaking McDavid like every single year, right? Especially this last year, he got over 100 points in 50 games. Like, that's and that's nuts. And then now, like, what is he on pace for like 140? Like, like, like it's he's he's he is every single cheat. You know, when you play Grand Theft Auto and you just like put in the cheat codes and just run around and cause chaos, that's that's McDavid. And it's just, it's just not fair to, to watch him play. So, like, you know, the heart, 100%, for sure, right? I, I would even argue, and you know what? That's fine. I'll take the heat here. I'll even argue that Dreisaitl's heart should have been McDavid's heart. Yes, oh, okay. I said it. I went there. And okay. also, I also want to You also don't think he's up, a center? Um, hey, thank you. Oh, Julian, you read my mind. Julian, Julian A. McKenzie, you asked us a question. The sec- I want to say it was either the first or second right. episode of Zone Time. There's, there's you no said, A in my middle name, by the way. I know, I know. I, saw, I, thought, it, I thought it was... I don't cool. have an ability. That, actually, that's a, that's and, a lie. I have two middle names and one of them to start with A. I don't even know my own oh, name. Go ahead. There we go. There we go. Okay, so we'll do it. Julian A. McKenzie. So, you asked whatever. us, what is, what is the hill that you'll die on? And yeah. I said that Leon Dreisaitl will spend more time on McDavid's wing than at, actual, than at center. Right, yes. I said that. Yes, you did. So say that. we're so I actually did the math. Okay, Leon Dreisaitl has spent fifty-two percent of his time at five-on-five on McDavid's wing. Granted, okay. still early. I just wanted to let you know that I'm still willing to die on that hill. And at the end of the season, if I'm right, I'm gonna just take that one clip and just loop like one of those ten-hour videos on on YouTube, just over and over again. Okay, fine. All right, we'll, we'll we'll let you get that piece in, and uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Look, Omar. I mean, I don't know couple... how this turned into a Leon Drysital slander I session here because yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm Omar needs any Dreisaitl. little bit of victories he could get. You know, like let him go. Yeah, twice. I mean, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, man. I mentioned like the confidence of McDavid. I feel like some of that might be Leon Drysital because that is an uber confident, bordering on arrogant guy who just knows how good he is. And if he, if McDavid was what Dreisaitl was in terms of personality, which I think he's closer to now, I mean, that's a scary hockey player, Connor McDavid. Yeah. Did he have, what was that quote that he had the other day where um, I think uh, where like Dreisaitl like went by, oh, I think it was from Barry. Barry was talking about Dreisaitl if he said like, just wait or something just when they were wait, down yeah. 4-1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Um, is there anything the Oilers can do to ensure that they're a team that could reach round three this year? or beyond. I mean, they added Zach Hyman. Their defense is what it is. I guess their goaltending might be it, but is there anything else I'm missing? I was going to say, find a time machine for Mike Smith so he's not 40. <laughs> yeah. If, I mean, if you got to go way back. Machine, you can't just yeah. go by five to eight yeah. years. You got to go back like 12 years. Yeah, exactly. You might as, you might as well call Dwayne Roll a spe- specific time machine. <laughs> Dwayne <Rolison. laughs> Oh I mean, I, I think they could trade for a goalie. There's two teams in the NHL who are not interested in putting decent goaltenders in their net. Miko Koskinen 
makes a fair amount of money. Maybe they could dump him off in either Arizona or Buffalo, bring back a goaltender, maybe a Marc-Andre Fleury. I think I think the Oilers are in a position to make a move. I've, obviously, the money's got to work, but if they're going to do anything to like really improve the chances, I think that's probably it. Sam's right. Yeah. I, I was going to say, the most interesting thing about the Pacific right now is that other than McDavid, the, the other two players who are kind of playing out of their minds are Jacob Markstrom and Thatcher Demko. And if we can get those showdowns, that would be great. But that's the one thing the Oilers don't have is decent goaltending. That's yeah. actually and true. And I think we've seen that like so many times, like within a playoff series, like like that one difference between like a you know a big save or or a bad goal that gets given up. Um, really, really, I've got a flashback. Uh, really, really makes a difference. So yeah, when it comes to so when it comes to, to that, yeah, I think. Because like for me, like aside from David, like I like like I like a lot of their depth. I like I love what Warren Fogel's done 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 on that team. It's as being a you know just a, a workhorse in a in a force in a force um in the forward core. But yeah, I think I think if there is one area that would concern me about the about the Oilers heading into the playoffs, it'd be goaltending for sure. So maybe that's something that they look to either at this moment now or even ahead of, uh, at the deadline, uh, just kind of shoring things up there because. You know, we've seen like look at Colorado like what two years ago, where they were like they were looked like they were gonna win the win the cup. Both their goaltenders get hurt. Michael Hutchinson has to play and then they lose. Yeah, I, I just also realized something uh pretty crappy here. Because the Edmonton Oilers are pretty good, we kind of have to admit that Ken Holland did a pretty good job this offseason. No, that no, <laughs> no, no, that's circumstantial. That, you don't? That just, it, it just, you don't? Okay, Even a thank broken God. clock is right twice a day. Okay, all right, fine. We don't have to admit that Ken Holland did have a good offseason. I'll give him credit for how they've handled Evan Bouchard. Leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Fogel. that's very good. I think the Fogel deal is working out so far. And Ethan okay. Barry is a good player too, but, you know, I think Warren Fogel's actually brought a lot. Uh, brought a and, lot to the team so. and, and they did that because I think they knew Bouchard could take the step. So it's all sort of connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they were right in that sense. Still, Tyson Berry, Cody Cece, Duncan Keith leave you a little bit exposed sometimes, and that's papered over a little bit with the guys we're talking about at the top. Yeah, that's yeah. actually kind of true. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, thank God. I didn't. I mean, look, we all know uh, about Ken Holland's track record as a general manager. It's just that we had a lot leave, is left to be desired uh, during his tenure in Edmonton. But uh, at least Connor McDavid to start off the year and the Edmonton Oilers, uh, they look very good. They look primed for a Stanley Cup run. It's very early. We're not even at American Thanksgiving yet, but uh, I think it would take a lot for the Edmonton Oilers to wilt like a pumpkin and somehow end up as a team uh, that will uh, not do anything good this year. But you know what? We've seen stranger things. We've seen great teams. There were teams that were supposed to be great wilt before the playoffs or in the first round. Omar, I don't know why you're looking. We get it. We get get what? We get what? I don't want to Chicago Omar's brain. He was talking about Colorado, obviously. Yeah. I was talking about Colorado Vegas lost in the third round of Montreal last year. There's Justin and I had a whole conversation about how we both picked Vegas to win the Stanley cup last year. You is not everything has to be about Toronto Omar. Not everything (laughs) has to be about what? (laughs) Not everything has to be about Toronto. Have you, have you met me? No, not yet. I, I'm, not in person. I've met Justin in person. Very nice. Talk. Okay, but never, never me, you. One day, one day, literally, we're just gonna be walking down the street. You know, we'll be, we'll be saying hi to people. Hey, how's it going? Hey, this is Julian. Hi, I'm Omar. How's it going? And then literally, like, I'm just gonna see like four 
and one and then three and one. And then like David Ayers will come out of nowhere and say, oh my gosh, Omar, Julian, it's nice to meet you. And I'll say, I'm I want to meet you, but I, I, I can't right now leave. So I'm it's willing like, to bet. I'm willing to bet if Omar and I hung out, we walked through Toronto and people realized who Omar was, more people would be excited about meeting Omar than that. That's that, that should be a gift. More people <laughs> should be know. excited about meeting Omar than me. Dude, you're come on, come on, don't do that to yourself. Oh, you're, yeah, you, no, do so, you do so much. You do so I much. I do man. a lot, you're, but I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get literally everywhere. <laughs> Yes, but You're I don't. Literally you, right and now. you were literally in Toronto <laughs> as early as yesterday. <laughs> yes, but I I don't gift Leaf games and go on about my suffering as being a Leafs fan and have seventeen thousand followers on Twitter. Uh, don't no. disrespect your own power, Omar. Guys, guys, there's only one way to find out. You guys go for a stroll in Toronto, social experiment, see what happens. <laughs> see what that's the only way to split. settle. Live stream yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, we're having too much fun on the Zone Time show here. Uh, thank you, Omar. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Justin. Uh, Justin, by the way, doing a lot of uh, work in the early mornings with uh, that other network, by the way, this week. So uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. Uh, check out the uh, any other old episode we have on wherever you listen to podcasts, on Spotify, Apple, and uh, check out all of our clips on uh, the Yahoo Sports NHL YouTube page as well. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We will continue to tackle the series stories as they come. Uh, but if there are opportunities for us to be a little bit more light and a little bit more fun, we will take advantage of those as well. And you better believe I am not above making a joke on Omar and the Toronto Maple Leafs, of course. Wow. Thanks, guys. Peace.